Love Letters is brought to you by Progressive. Most of you aren't just listening right now. You're driving, cleaning, and even exercising. But what if you could be saving money by switching to Progressive? Drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. And auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Multitask right now. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hi, it's Meredith. We're back today with our new segment, Sidebar, where we go a little deeper on the letters I get to my advice column in the Boston Globe. And with me, as always, is our producer, Caitlin Harrop. Hello. Caitlin, what's going on in the office? You're there. I'm working from home. Listen, I'm in the office today. And a lot of people are here. Someone brought donut holes. When I say I feel like I'm living the corporate American dream, this is what I mean. Blessings. Thank you. But the other thing I'm living for is these letters we've been getting to our Love Letters email, which is where everyone pitches us stories for the podcast, but also where people write to Meredith with their love and romance and relationship questions. And Meredith, I want to hit you with something from the inbox. Give me your thoughts on this one. It's it's kind of a spicy one. This letter writer says, At 30, men my age seem to fall into one of three categories. The first group just got married to partners they've been dating for a long time. It will be at least a few years, I assume, before any marriages that weren't on steady ground move into separation and divorces. I'm not rooting for it. I'm just estimating. The second group is the people who did not end up taking the next step and recently broke up with their long-term partners. Because they are so recently out of serious relationships, they are not interested in anything serious. And then there's a third group of men who are single but appear to be unable to consider pursuing professional accomplishments and a relationship at the same time. I enjoy my career, and there are many more milestones ahead of me, but I'm open to the idea that I could reach them as a single person or as a partner. Is this a pattern you have seen or heard of as well? Am I missing something? This is quite a letter, and I think I have said, I believe it was in the episode, A Boyfriend Person, with my friend Trenny, that I believe that dating in your 30s mostly as a heterosexual cis woman, is a total scam. I mean, I I think that obviously it's possible and that uh, it's many people find love at that age, but it seems so out of reach in a way that it doesn't, I think, in other times of life. And I know I'm generalizing here, but, uh, you know, so many of the most fraught letters I've received are from women in their 30s who are, are looking, right? And I think some of it is that everybody else seems to be coupling up. And also there's so much life building going on in terms of career and family and friends. It's just a lot at once. So I just want to start with some empathy for the letter writer that dating in your 30s is hard. And sometimes it can seem like everything is against you. That segues into my actual advice, which is that like, there's not three types of anything. So this idea, (laughs) letter writer, that you are saying there's man A, man B, and man C, (laughs) one of whom is married, one of whom is fresh out of a relationship and unable to date, and number three, or C, who is so career-focused they can't do two things at once. This is not true. Like, people are all different things at once. And in my 30s, I was probably most like 
the man see you described, which was that I was so focused on career that I, I, I don't think I was as interested in dating. But also I kind of was a little bit. And had I been at the right place at the right time and met the right person, plans would have changed. So I just really want to caution this letter writer, you know, don't generalize too much and don't set up these absolutes in your head because you start to make those those rules true when they're they're not the truth. I also feel like, first of all, as a 28 and a half year old woman uh, who is single, I am shaking in my boots at this letter. But I feel like I mean, first of all, if we're going to be giving three categories, there should obviously be the fourth for emotionally unavailable men who haven't gone to therapy. But I think like looking at this framework, Meredith, wouldn't you say that it's also kind of limiting who you're considering in your dating pool? Well, I mean, you know, my first question is if you have decided that and and this letter writer is seems to be talking about people in their early 30s. If you've decided that, well, you can try people who are older than younger by a few years and see if that, you know, that hypothesis proves true. But I would say that like, and and Caitlin, you can speak to this being in your 20s. When I was in my 20s, I thought, well, no one's quite ready yet. Or, you know, people are either marrying like somebody, their first love, or or they're they're not remotely in a place where they could meet a partner that they stay with. Um, I could say now in my 40s, like, oh, well, people are newly out of a divorce. There are all sorts of rules I, I can throw onto any age and any place in life. And It's just, again, I I would just say that people are people. Each person is in an individual situation. And I I don't like this, you know, whenever I hear all women are X, Y, and Z, I get real, real upset about that. And I just think that being in your 30s, as is, you know, in 20s is not so different, you're like building a lot. And you're trying to figure out how to prioritize time. And I will tell you that in my 40s, it's still hard because there's so many people I love around me and so many things I love to do. And on a good day, I want to I want to do all those things. So um, you're back to busy. Yeah. So I just I would say to this letter writer, if you want to try something new, maybe try somebody a few years older, maybe open up your parameters in that way if you're doing app dating. But I would also say, if you were asking me directly, are you finding this to be true? I'm telling you no. I'm telling you that that those are things you can say about certain people, but those same people, and I'm talking about the single ones, not the married ones, might suddenly be available to you. And you might suddenly be available to them if you meet in the right place at the right time and in the right mood. And wouldn't it be so nice if you could control the world and just know the rules so you can work around them? But unfortunately, it's it's just not as static as that. So I hope it's uplifting uh, that I don't believe that to be true. Um, but I, I, I can't say that all men who are 30 are anything in particular. They're just 30. That's all they share. It also, it seems like this letter writer is looking for something very specific right now, which I think both you and I would agree is like totally fine. Like if you figured out what you want and that's your solid rule, two things that come to mind for me is one, a lot of dating apps let you identify with a specific button, like the one thing you are looking for, like a serious relationship versus something casual versus you're not sure yet. So I also feel like if you kind of put that out into the world, if you are doing app dating, like maybe that could be a way to help with this, like kind of a self-selection process and also just being really upfront about that. If you're, if that's something you're really specifically looking for. 
I think it's also really difficult to go into every date with the expectation, is this going to be it? Is this going to be yeah. the thing that... Um, it's and it's hard not to do when you're looking for that. But I think it can sometimes end something before it starts because there's a lot of immediate pressure and that someone who might not know that they're open to more calls it off too quickly because they feel from the other side that it must be everything or nothing. Um, so I would just also say that, you know, to this letter writer, you're in your 30s too. So, you know, yes, you're good at multitasking, but maybe you might be open to a slower burn also. So I don't know, it's, it's, it's difficult, you know, especially now when you're on apps and there's this like menu of people um, yeah, it's, it's hard to know. And it's easy to start trying to make categories. Like, I think this person is also just asking for validation that dating is hard. Yeah. And I think more than anything else, more than patterns or, you know, this letter writer just wants to hear, yeah, like dating in your thirties is difficult. And so that I can validate. Absolutely. We're back. So I just want to talk about this letter for another reason. You know, we answer multiple letters in the column, and some of them take off more than others. Some of them become a little bit viral, as they say, this in our business. This one was a big deal. This one, uh, this letter about three types of, of men in their 30s, got a lot of attention from readers, and I got a lot of emails about it, and mostly from men who were very upset, uh, you know, and I would just say that, you know, in the same way that I didn't want to reduce anybody to, you know, three types of this or that, these men were pissed. And of course, some of them, this happens when you write an advice column, there's a headline that states the problem over a picture of your face. And the people assume that you have written the letter. So there are some people who assume that it is <laughs> all my of the problem. problems are married. So uh, they're all my problems, right? So there's a picture of my face, if you can imagine it on the Boston Globe website with then a, there are only three types of men in their 30s headline. And I was getting these emails like, fuck you, there are more than three types of men. You asshole, there are more three types of men. So it's really interesting that I was like, actually, if we're going to do that, there's a fourth type of men, which is like maybe angry misogynist who sends me, yeah. who sends me all caps emails. Angry typing we're gonna, boys. We're going we're gonna to ignore those dudes. But I will say that um, I can understand because I can't understand ever sending an email like that. But I do understand the idea of being a single guy who's trying to get a lot done and reading that this is someone else's experience um and that and feeling reduced uh to one of three things and especially if you're a guy who falls into that uh second category of i just got out of a relationship and i'm trying to do the right thing by not coupling up too fast and or the third category of i'm trying to build my career the idea that you're in a category and not a full person so another reason um to sort of not not buy into that but um i i will say that i think this this letter really hit a nerve because of how difficult it is when so many people in their 30s are in such different places in life and it starts to feel like you just need to find a pattern first of all just to put in perspective for our listeners how big of a deal this is the week that this letter came in was also the u.s open in the greater Boston area and the Celtics are in 
the finals. And this was still like one of the top five most read things on the entire Boston Globe. Oh, website. it's like so, COVID, like, Ukraine, people, like like yeah, tragedy COVID, about Ukraine, men in their thirties, sports, but and Celtics, then, and then golf it's like balls. fully like actually dating in your thirties is hard. And so right. when I see a letter like that rank up there with the news of the day, especially when the news of the day in Boston includes a possible sports championship. Um, it's really hitting a nerve. So I think it's that really hitting a nerve. This is just to say that for all you 30 something, I'm going to use my nighttime DJ voice for all you 30 somethings out there trying to date. Hey. It, it is hard. And, but, but don't become too reductive because you're not doing yourself or anybody else any favors. And all I can tell you in an uplifting way is that in your forties, it just doesn't seem like that big of a deal. And boy, did it get easier. Just one person's perspective. Great. I will talk to you in 12.5 years. <laughs> All right, Meredith, thanks for the insight. I'll talk to you later. I'll talk to you later. I can't wait to tell you about the next letter that's trending. Love Letters is a production of the Boston Globe and PRX. Today's episode was produced by Amy Padula, Caitlin Harrop, and Scott Hellman. Ned Porter does our audio mixing, sound design, and mastering. Devin Smith does our audience engagement. Love Letters illustrations by Ashanti Davis. Check them out on the Love Letters Instagram. Special thanks to Brian McGorry and Linda Henry. Our music is from APM. And if you like the show, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. You could always send us your letter, maybe it'll be addressed in sidebar, to loveletters at boston.com. We're online at loveletters.show. I'm Meredith Goldstein. Thanks for listening. <laughs>